This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter attack. Forestieri. Listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, I'm Justin. I'm Cole. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the Opposition View, Coventry fan David. How are ya? All good, boys. Good to be back. How are you? Yeah, well... Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's been a funny old start to the season, but yeah, we're okay. Yeah. I do hope yeah. you've got a gold chain under that that cloak that you're wearing. Well, it's yes, very, very bourgeois. <laughs> we do have to say, I, I did say earlier on that uh, David is is resplendently wearing a, a fleece come kind of I don't know onesie or whatever it is. The last time I saw somebody wearing something like that, they were they were basically clubbing seals. It looks very warm indeed. Cost of living crisis, boys. Don't want to put the heating on, so we've just got this on. It's the end of August, mate. It's the end of August. How cold does it get up there? It can't be that cold, surely. I'm not compared to you. It's getting a bit cold up here. This is true. Plus, of course, you have to go out and slay dragons. It's a local delicacy, isn't it? We know this. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> Enough of such nonsense. You will remember, Dave, from last time, when we picked over the pieces of the uh, the Coventry badge and also other stupidity. But we're going to start here. We're going to start fairly straight because I think there is a question that we do all have to ask. There is something that brings us all together in mourning collectively. Carl, do you wish to ask it or shall I? No. Can I? Is that all right? Please do. What the fuck happened at Wembley? Oh. I'll be honest, boy, I'm still not over it. No. <laughs> not, neither are we. <laughs> neither are we. <laughs> the, the worst bit was, obviously, oh. to, be, to, be, to be fair to Luton, I think they should have been probably three, four up at half song. But um, 106th minute, they've gone, they've gone and scored. It's been ruled out for VAR. And we've all said that it's meant to be now we're going to win it. And then Dabo steps up and puts a penalty that far over the bar. It's ended up back in Klopp before I got there. Devastated. And, and then you let him go straight after the game as well, which I thought was an excellent... 
Was, was he way to deal with a problem? Was he allowed back on the bus to go to Coventry? Because he'd gone like a shot, wasn't he? To be fair, he was told before the game he's going either way, so probably missed on purpose. Oh, bloody hell. There you go. Well, you would, Dear, wouldn't you? Yeah. Has that been picked over, whether that was a good decision to tell him before he plays? Well, what's the point? Yeah, he's a good league one player, but he's never really fit. And by all accounts, he's gone to Charlton this summer and failed a medical there, so he ain't got a club. Ooh. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Ooh. So we got him to thank, have we, that that lot are in the Premier League. Remind me to thank him next oh. time I see him. Do you want to thank anyone? Thank Gus Hamer for going off injured. If he doesn't go off injured, I think they win the game in 90 minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's, it's a spin of a coin, isn't it? Playoff finals, that's the thing. But yeah, we were we were all rooting for Coventry down here in Hertfordshire. Boy, were we. Boy, were we. I watched them the other night at Chelsea. They're fucking awful. Absolutely oh, they're dreadful. Horrendous. Oh, they're dreadful. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. What I really liked was the second week, because they didn't get to play because the Meccano Stadium hadn't yet been built. And it was like, and they went up two places by not playing. I mean, it was like, yeah. Yeah. they then played and went down three spaces. It was a delight. It's a delight. <laughs> Luke, do enjoy the premiership. It's fucking horrible sometimes, but never mind. <laughs> never mind. Enough of that. They're playing on Friday, aren't they? The end of the transfer window, and Luton are going to be playing West Ham. West Ham, all our very they're best. Top, to they're you. top, aren't they? Like, West Ham are top, aren't they? Or they were. They're flying. They're flying yeah, starts of the this, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. David Moyes has been dropping Viagra into the players' drinks, I think, because they're fucking up for it. <laughs> That's a, that would be a really bad... Well, things are looking up at West Ham. Good. That's not good. The only way is up. All of these things. There's no end of... Oh, God. No, let's not go to the end. Anyway, so let's, let's talk about... Obviously, we know, obviously, what happened at Wembley. We are all very sorry. We are all with you there. Absolutely, we were. Even old, what's his name? The guy who runs uh, Red Bull came out and said, yeah, no, I'm a Coventry fan as well. Christian, Christian Horner, Horner. <laughs> who is, of course, married to Jerry Horner, formerly Halliwell, known in these parts and has once been seen wearing a Watford shirt, which is enough for us. And everybody said, they didn't actually say it, but we all knew what we meant, which was looting the shit, what are they doing? And there you go. But let's talk about Coventry because we play you this coming weekend. And it's obviously been a funny old time in terms of the people that you've had to let go or people who, who've gone. You were probably used to the fact that Victor Jokeres was going to be going off. Lots of people were linked with him. And obviously the moment you didn't get up, he was likely to go. But also Gustavo Hamo, Gustavo Hamer, I'll even say it rightly, hopefully, has gone as well. How much of the other people, not necessarily Darbo, I'm sure he's gone, but we'll let him go. How about everybody else? Is, is are there any are there any players who you're going to be finding it really hard to replace in this the last week of the, the transfer window as well as Jokeris? Not really. I wouldn't mind seeing another centre back coming. Um, we've got Carl McFadzie and he's still solid, but he's 112 years old now. He, he can't play three times a week. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind seeing seeing a defender come in. Uh, probably another striker as well. We've only got three strikers really. If one of them gets injured, we're in trouble there. In terms of Jokeris and Hamer, I think. The biggest disappointment with Hamer going, we knew he was going to go, but just sell him in the summer. Don't sell him the night before a game at midnight. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, we've only got two weeks to replace him, and he's just, at our level, he's irreplaceable, really. Yeah, no, he's, and it was interesting to see him back on Sunday. I did see McFadzine when I saw it on the on Sunday on the on the floor at one point. I thought he got I thought he got injured, and I thought, oh my god, he's so old. They might just have a 
do not resuscitate sign on him. But he was okay. But then it, it cut to Hamer in the stand, which was a nice touch because, of course, uh, they'd already played presumably earlier on in the weekend at Sheffield United. Did he come on? Did he have a good reception? Did he actually say goodbye or anything like that? No, he just sat in the box. He didn't come on the pitch or anything, but by all accounts, he got mob boy and had the younger fans for pictures and stuff. He still lives in Cobb. He still plays golf every day, so people still see him around. Oh, fair play. I like to see... I like to see clubs and players who've been there still still around. You have tried to replace because you've signed Ellis Sims from from Everton because he was on loan at Sunderland last year as a centre forward, and also Hadji Wright from the excellent Antalya Spore in Turkey. What can you tell us about those two? Have they started okay? Because Sims was at the kind of seems to have a question mark about him, and Hadji was a very big question mark because I know bugger all about him. How have they got on? They're both coming with massive pressure because they both broke our transfer record of all time. So straight straight away, there's pressure on them. Obviously, they're replacing Jokerez as well, so people are going to expect more. I think people need to remember with Ellis Sims, he's still only young, he's only 22. He's not started the best, to be honest, far from it. He looks like he's never played football before, but I, I do think he'll come good. In terms of Hadji Roy, I've seen him play, apparently, in the World Cup. I didn't know it was him. He, he, he looks all right. I him play, Again, I have no recollection. <laughs> yeah. It comes with a big price tag. He, he looks all right at the minute. Again, we'll come on to it when we talk about the game, but this season, now since hamer has gone, we just can't create a chance. And we can have Mbappe up front. We're not going to score goals when you don't create chances. I thought I thought Sims was a big gamble from Coventry in terms of the price tag. I know, I know you had the money to spend in, in terms of what you brought in, but he uh, he did okay at Sunderland in, in terms of that. But apart from that, he's, I don't want to say unproven, but it just seems a real big throw of the dice from Coventry because I think they fancied their chances this season. I don't know how it sits in there, but they based on last season, I think they fancied their chances to go and push it again. I think they do. I think as a fan, I think we massively overachieved last season. We should never have been there in the first place. So for me, this season, I'd take the new signings, bedding in, gelling together, make some bigger signings again in the summer and really kick on next season. And then go next season. Yeah. 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 But as an owner, he's, he's, he'd come out after Wembley straight away and said, look, he's great. I want the playoffs three times in the next five years. So there's no pressure to Robin to say, look, go up this season. He knows what he's got to do. So this season, we, your, we could just consolidate. Your, your season was even more incredible last season. I know we drew on it when we spoke last time, but not being able to play at home for the first couple of games because of the pitch. And when you look back at that season, it is, it's pretty incredible what you achieved. And Coventry, both when they came to Vicarage Road, when I was sat in a box eating blue cheese. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was, yes. It was superb. And then we went up there and we were we were cruising. And it came, it came out of nowhere. Our goalkeeper was literally standing outside the stadium as you took a shot and just watched it go in. But I think it's a good story at Coventry. It's nice to see you guys... Pushing again, being a big club, is because they, they are. They're, they're, they're a massive club in terms of Premier League history and, and, and so forth. So it's nice to see you up, up there again. As bad as it was losing at Wembley, it's massively changed us as a whole club. Um, we've sold 20,000 season tickets for the first time ever. Um, yeah. the, the, you'll see Saturday, the ground's pretty much full every week. It's massively kicked us on to the next level as a football club. Obviously, it was only five, six years ago we were playing in Northampton and Birmingham. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a exactly. massive turnaround, yeah. Well, and you have used, because obviously you would have got some money from the uh, from that as well, to get a few more players in, some excellent names. What we don't know about players, <laughs> we, more than, we more than make up for by taking the piss out of the names. Hadji Wright's quite good, but you have got Milan Van Ewick. That's brilliant. That's very close to Ewok, and anything with a Star Wars reference gets a special bonus. So how's Ewok getting on? But there's also, and I'm going to make an absolute bodge of this, because Tatsuhiro Sakamoto. Look at that. That's oh, a great effort. Oh, wow. Bless you. 
Yeah. And of course, well, <laughs> last year you had Jokeres. You're just trying to have a go. We've seen a number of Japanese players come into Europe and do really well. Celtic are chock a block with them, really. And they've done very well. How are the new, how are any other of the new players other than the forwards getting on? Because there's also Bobby Thomas and there's the Silver's quite good. And Joel Latibodier. That. These are names. Gino Pozzo, please listen. Go and sign some people. They may not be very good, but get some interesting names for us, please. Poor Dave, how's it going? In terms of Bobby Thomas, he cost two million quid and he should be a hundred million pound. It is unbelievable. But last year we had McNally on loan from Burnley and obviously he didn't come back. And we were thinking that's going to be a massive loss. See Bobby Thomas for 10 minutes against Leicester first game of the season and forgot about who Luke McNally was. He's really that good. Latabodia from Swansea looks solid himself as well. The right back, I call him Malka Van Gerwen. That's all I've got to know him as. He looks really, really fast. He doesn't look fit yet, though. When he gets fit, I think we'll see a different player. And in terms of Sakamoto, he's the first Japanese player ever to come to Cov. So the fans have talked to him straight away. Going to get a bit of stick for this. I think he's got a lot of learning to do. And he needs to get in the gym because he just gets absolutely battered in the summers on the ball. But there's obviously potential there. Or we wouldn't have signed him. Very good. Very good. So... In terms of um, Mark Robinson's had, I think, Carl, absolutely echo what Carl says. What an amazing season with everything that you had to contend with last season at the start. But also going back further in terms of Mark Robbins, we spoke about how well he is considered and how very bonded he is to the club. I think he signed a new contract even to stay with you guys even longer. Is that loving just completely cemented now you could because you do seem to feel like a club going in the right direction on and off the park we'd spoken about obviously what was going on with the ground in the first time we chatted and it's been been bought now that the club's been bought the ground has been bought by somebody else a certain person known as mike ashley how is everything going on off the park and is it mirroring as good as it is on the pitch pretty much mike ashley doesn't really get involved he's got his branding everywhere and that that's good for him in terms of the owner, he's, he's sold players, he's bought players. Can't really ask for much more at the minute. In terms of Mark Robbins, for me, he's got a job for life. We could lose the next, we could lose every game to the end of the season, and he's still got a job for me. He's earned his time, he's done that much for us. Yeah, for me, he's got his job as, as long as he wants it. Just in terms of the owner, from the outside, it all looks rosy and stuff. It's not that great, really. We still haven't got home tops to buy. We bought them all two months ago, and they're still not been delivered. Our season tickets turned up and then they're not printed properly. They've got to go back. Hang on, hang on. We've got, I've, I've got to work this one out. So, you, so there's people that have spent money on the Tinterweb buying Coventry shirts and they haven't had they haven't had their shirts delivered. Thousands of people. Yeah. The man, the man owns a sports shop, doesn't he, Mike Ashley? <laughs> I asked what the fuck? Days, <laughs> yeah, I think we broke our records again for the most tops ever sold of a new top. And only about 10% of people who purchase them have got them. That's wow. mad. Is, is that connected to Mike Ashley, though? What's the what's the brand? Because you had, was it was it Hummel last time? Yeah, we're still with Hummel. We don't know what the issue is. We keep asking and we're just being kept in the dark about it. But you're spending 55 quid on a new top and it's just not turned up. Can I, can I just segue very slightly? There, there is a feature at the Rico that I particularly love as an away fan, and I walk past it, and it does make me chuckle. There's a job centre in the uh, in one end of it. it. It's maybe they're in there. Maybe all the shirts are in there. We've got a bakery at yeah. one end of our one end of our stand, but yeah, job centre. 
I think the job centre, well, we, we left Dubbo there after the game, after Wembley. That's where he is. He's, he's waiting in there. It's, it's just an empty room. He's just yeah. collecting dust. Yeah. Yeah, let me give you the good news. The good news is you're coming back on the bus. The bad news is you <laughs> that over there. We're dropping That's you at yeah. the job centre. Go in that room. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who are the danger men that we've got to look out for in addition to Sim and, uh, or Sims and, uh, and Wright, if they get there? Who's going to be the threat now that Hamer and Jokeres is has gone in terms of creativity. Casey Palmer, that, that is literally the only one who can create anything, to be honest. Good player, yeah. Yeah, he's been yeah. solid, isn't he? But we've got, obviously, Godin scored a few this season, but again, he's, you can't trust him with his fitness. And if he doesn't score, you don't see him for the whole game, he goes missing. Yeah, if you keep Palmer quiet, we ain't scoring, so. I like Godin. Godin is an old-fashioned championship forward who's, who seems to get goals, probably not quite good enough for the, for the, for the premiership but occupies defenders and dirty stuff and gets enough goals to warrant his place. Hi, this is Tommy Smith. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eye podcast. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Anyway. I think we're going to have to get to, because we have to go to it now increasingly early, because it's getting increasingly bizarre. (laughs) It's time to go. It's time to go to the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League. Dave, we've warned you about this. This has got considerably worse. Last year, the EFL pipped Justin at the post, and therefore things during the summer changed. But they are continuing to change. The league table, as we look at it now, is JP Backgammon, (laughs) And Justin are at the top. Last week, JP Gatman got two points, you and Justin got three points. Oh, you'll see. You'll and see. Carlos, after predicting 4 0 against QPR correctly, is scoreless for three games. Not unlike Watford, we might mention. Anyway, Jarvis Cocker Spaniel, we will get to. And the 1 1 prediction, which would have won last year, but didn't, is there now. So basically, one all, you cannot predict one all. One all is its own prediction. It would have won clearly last year, but at the moment, it is at the bottom. Okay. However, during the summer, we worked out, did we think that some kind of maybe artificial intelligence could be used? And we thought, yes, it can. So we've got artificial stupidity. But you will have seen JP Backgammon. JP stands for John Parslow. And Backgammon stands for, well... Well, it stands for backgammon, really. So let's have a look at uh, his prediction. Predictions League, game week five. And this week, we're taking a trip down memory lane to Coventry's old stadium, which sadly, despite surviving the bombings during the war, could not survive being turned into a property development. But it's also the scene of one of Watford's greatest moments, where 
goalkeeper Steve Sherwood scored for Watford in 1984. Daniel Backman's been playing a lot further forward this season. He might even score a goal this Saturday. Let's see what happens. First to go is Coventry. They're ready. In go the Sky Blues. And it's four minus one. It's three to Coventry. Not a good start. Watford really need this. How can the boys do? Oh, it's five minus three, which is two. So the prediction is Coventry three, Watford two. Thank you. Now, so there we go. If I may. That's not, as, that's not as bad as it gets, by the way. Oh, no, it's going to get worse. Just just stay with us here. But I know where Highfield Way is in Rickmansworth. He must have done that early morning because the curtains would have been twitching. Have you seen what's going on outside here? There's a man playing There's a backgammon. Man with a backgammon table, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you and the listeners into a secret. It's it. There is a Highfield Way in Rickmansworth, which is where John lives. However, that was Highfield Road. Oh, John is a stickler for detail. On went to Northwood. He got in his car. Oh my with good his god! Set, his his stool. His 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 framed photograph of Steve Sherwood. And in his stool, was, was he was he, drop, was he dropping that off somewhere? Was he? Or? <laughs> <Presumably>. <laughs> <laughs> This is but also I help myself. Sorry. This is but also the goalkeeping gloves. This is attention to detail that we like very much indeed. This is why Dave from Wizards of Drivel for Stokes said, "Are you guys all right down there? We can understand why." <laughs> now, last we started doing this nonsense, and people are getting on board. But not only people. You will have seen Jarvis Cocker or Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. We were joined last week with such unerring accuracy that this is likely to rival Paul the Octopus. Do we all remember Paul the Octopus oh, yeah. who would win the World Cup? Well, we've gone that next stage further. So here we go. This is uh, Jarvis's prediction for Coventry versus Watford. Now he'll be picking out Coventry's score first. Pick away, Jarvis, for Coventry. Which one? Which one, mate? Straight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on, mate. Here's your biscuit. Here's your biscuit. Coventry nil. Now he's going to pick out Watford. Where's the, there it is. Which one? This one? No, he's still looking. He's still looking. Which one's Watford? Settling on that one. Okay, this one's Watford. There's your biscuit. There's your biscuit. Watford. Watford four. So that's Coventry nil. Watford four. Well done, son. And so there you go. His background go. music's we, great. His we, background music's great. That was too much too young by the specials this time. He's picking some great tunes. Several in the background. This is great. I like Jarvis. The specials, very Coventry-oriented. That's very There you go, indeed. yes. Uh-huh. Yes. You wouldn't realise that a Cocker Spaniel would have that geographical knowledge of music, and it's quite incredible. So there we go. I should point out as well, as this is audio only at yes, this so we point. Have a, we have a Cocker Spaniel joining us wearing a flat cap. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say at this point, it is audio only here, but Jarvis mm. is wearing not only a Watford kit, but a flat cap. It's absolutely brilliant. Do check out our Twitter to, to actually see. Yeah, get a Watford top on as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we do things properly here, you no, can tell. No fucking about. We'll only do things straight. Oh, no. <laughs> no that's not good, is it? Also <gasps> went, Have you got a pen, Carl? <laughs> I'm ready. I've got my we pen. So went, we also went for random stupidity. Artificial stupidity has predicted 3-1 to Coventry. Now, that's a completely random draw. 3-1 to Coventry has gone. The scores you cannot select are 1-1. 2-3 to Coventry, or 3-2 to Coventry, 3-1 to Coventry, 
or 4-0 to Watford. Not that anybody was going to predict any of those. However, we are going to turn to David, our guest, who has now done this three times. He's still coming back for more. Why? We have no idea. But (laughs) here we go. What do you think your forecast is going to be uh, on behalf of the EFL for Saturday, Cov, at home to Watford? I'm sorry to the neutrals, but I think it's got nil all over it. Oh, he's gone for a draw and a nil. It's just, we haven't scored for 2023, it feels, but actually three and a half games so far. And if you've only got Palmer created, maybe now, if you recall, JP Backgammon is at the top because of, as always, alphabetical order. But second is now Justin, which means we come to Carl next in our you, normal services resumed. Carlos, yeah. what, what number? Yeah. What, what, what numbers do you think we're going to get? I, I was so disappointed with the Blackburn result and, and the lack of goals is a bit of a concern. So I'm going to go for, I'm going to probably stick with backgammon actually. I'm going to go with Coventry 2, Watford 1. Ooh, a lot more confidence in the Coventry result here so far. Justin, are you going to carry on with that being as Always very optimistic about Watford's chances of getting goals. Oh no, hang on. <laughs> yes. What are, what are you, what are you going to go for? Let's get me pen away. Okay. I, I, <laughs> this is this is a level of <laughs> concentration we've never seen before. No. Well, this is so, like question of sport. It now, is, isn't it? So yeah, it's like that. that in our hands, like trying to figure. This <laughs> is it. It's like that round when they're going. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Can you unblur it a bit more? That's Evelyn Hughes, I think. I'm trying to do an impression of there, perhaps. Okay. There's one for the kids. Yeah. God. I don't know. I'm just going to go on gut feeling now rather than anything else because I, who knows? I think I got it right this week. Well, I did get it right this week. Spot on. I've got a feeling that how many shots is it we've had now without scoring? 55? One of those got has got to go in soon enough, hasn't it? So I think we're going to score. I can't go for 1-1. One, one. Let's have a Desmond. Let's go 2-2. Two, two. Desmond 2-2. Two, two. Desmond, excellent. Yeah. After, after <laughs> we put Desmond on the front cover of, of the last one. We're resplendent in Blackburn kick because it was our first 2-2 of the season. We've got that. So the scores on the doors, as suggested, the EFL represented by Dave from Coventry is thinking nil. Justin is going 2-2, Desmond. 1-1 is surprisingly going 1-1. Carlos is going Watford 1, Coventry 2. John's backgammon is going Watford 2, Coventry 3. John Thomas Cocker Spaniel is just <laughs> blowing the form guide out of the window and going 4-0 for Watford. Whatever he's smoking, we'll have a We'll have a stash of that. It's what it, and it's what's ever in those biscuits. That's what yeah, I want to know. That's what it is. I, I do wonder. These, um, these might be the biscuits that you were going to take down the market tavern at the end of last season and whatever yes. it was. Yeah, yeah. The old disco biscuits, <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> Artificial stupidity has gone 3-1 Coventry. The, the clever money is elsewhere. We, we don't do clever, but the normal stuff here is going towards Cov there. Home advantage possibly a little bit more confident. You're sitting two points above us, I think, uh, or two places above us and a point better than us. Have you been unfortunate not to get more points or you feel that you are where you should be at this point? Genuinely, it sounds biased, but we we should be top of the league within every game. After away, (laughs) first game of the season, they've just came down. We absolutely destroyed them. Matty Godin missed 117 million chances. We should have been out of sight by 60 minutes. It's me saying, um, I really like Matty Godin. And you're sitting there <laughs> sticking pins in an effigy of him. <laughs> but, but I'm saying that after half an hour, first game of the season, weren't you falling up against QPR? Yeah, that was the last time we scored, yep. though, yep. to be fair. That's the last time we scored. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think the problem here, we've, we've dominated and been the better team in every game. But apart from Leicester, where we missed chances, 
we've not really created anything. We've had a lot of the ball, dominated the whole game and created pretty much nothing. Obviously, we beat Middlesbrough 3-0, but Swansea away and Sunderland at home last week. It's just passing the ball around for 90 minutes. So, yeah, we're, we're dominating a lot of games. We're looking a good side. We're playing well, but we're lacking Hamer's creativity and Yocrez's finishing. Mm. Well, let's hope that carries on for at least another week. That's what we want to have. Um, yeah, just, we'll, just one more week. Yeah, well, hopefully we will wonder whether or not our our Danish slash Montenegrin Viking Mileta Rajevic is is up to more than half an hour, and and hopefully a, a little bit a little bit more accurate in front of goal would be nice, and we'll see. But it, it doesn't look like the predictions are going that way particularly. No. What are you looking at this year? Top six, top two. <laughs> Who knows? Oh no! If you give me if you give me bottom six, I'd probably be. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to tell, mate. It, we, we're a club in complete change at the moment. In terms of this is the first season, and I said this to a few people, where we are officially no longer a Premier League side. We are, with the greatest respects, we're a bang average Championship mid-table side in terms of what we have lurking around. There's a, there's a couple of flashes of brilliance that we've got in there in Ranluza when he turns up on time. Yeah. So it it really is a really is a, a spin of the coin for us this season. We could be, like you say, top six, barring a miracle, but we could also quite comfortably be bottom six this season. It's, it's, it's a real strange season, this one coming up for us. I think what they did was they teased us with the first half against QPR. You're going, oh, yes, I can see what's going to happen now. Yeah, yeah, so Ishmael's got them doing this and, uh, yeah, that's going to be much better football to watch. And then it dissipates back to, oh, okay, that's gone away again now and now we're struggling for goals and what's going to happen next. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be happy with a top 10 finish as long as, long as the football is good because the last two seasons, honestly, it's been woeful. It's just been horrible to watch. It's just you wonder why you turn up sometimes. I was actually saying to someone today, last season, really, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would have sacked half of the season off. I can't, I just don't want to watch any of this, but because I've got to sort of know what I'm talking about when I'm coming on here, I have to go a little bit. But so yeah, no, it's not the football that got me going, it's kept me going last year. It was meeting people before the games and making new friends and stuff, friends of the podcast and that kind of stuff. That really kept me going last season. It definitely weren't a football. Shocking. I, I love the seething resentment that, uh, that that we come out of. And we're sitting there going every, every week saying, go on, then what's the score going to be? And you're going, I don't care. I just don't want to be here. 1-1. <laughs> one, one. Now, fuck off. So we took that away. <laughs> we've sold somewhere between 20 and 23 or released or what have you. And we've bought in six now, including a couple of players, you know, one player like Martins, who we had on loan last year, who we've kept. So really, we've bought in five and we've let an awful lot go. Our wage bill has shrunk just ridiculously, which is a good thing because from a you guys will know and appreciate it from a stability and a finance point of view and the risk of not having a club, that is a good thing. But the question is, have we gone from the sublime to the ridiculous? We had probably too much and, and too bloated a squad and, and that big hangover from the Premier, as, as Carl alluded to there. That's all gone. That's all gone. The question is what we think might happen in the last few days, which, of course, everybody is looking at. So I'm going to ask you, gents, two for Watford, one for Cov. What do you hope to see in the last few days, realistically? What do you think will come in? Let's, let's go with let's go with Carlos first of all because we'll, we'll finish with the joyous tones of Justin on the side. Oh, good. I think I still think we need two or three players. Feel definitely it, it worries me in the centre there. Uh, I'd like to see another winger come in, and, and probably a striker as well. Another one. I just don't think we've we've got enough around defensively. I, I'm I'm fairly happy this season. I think who so far has been brilliant. 
rate him. Paul, him and Porteous look like they're having a a, a good uh, combo with each other. So yeah, for, for me, I'd love to see a, a midfielder, potentially a winger, and a, and another striker. Dave, you mentioned how hard it's going to be to get a replacement for Hamer in the last week. But uh, what, what what do you realistically think you're going to get and what would you like? I think we need four in. We need a right-back, a centre-back, another midfielder and another striker. And I wish you'd let us know. Good. We could have let you have Cabaselli. <laughs> <laughs> Cabaselli's playing in Serie A. Yeah. <laughs> no figure. Mad, isn't it? I think we've got the money to do it, but Romans is a sort of man who won't panic by. If the person he wants isn't there, he will cut his nose to spot his face and it'll be short till January, which I think yeah. it could, at the minute, I start the 11's all right. We're good enough to challenge anyone. But the second you get a couple of niggles in, a couple of suspensions, you're banging trouble against. We need three or four minimum. I think maybe one or two will come in. Very good. Justin, what do you want and what do you expect? Well, I've just seen while we've been doing this podcast that Keenan Davis is linked with Udinese. You know what that means, don't you? I guess he's going to come in on loan. Um, he's coming on loan. Oh, man. Well, ideally, I would have liked a new goalkeeper, but that ain't going to happen because we've given Backman a five-year contract and he is our captain. So... Uh, for me, I think we still need some creativity. I think there's a little bit of lack of creativity. I'd like to see someone challenging Semma for his position. Oh, I don't know what this new striker's like because we've only seen half an hour of him, but you would think that we've probably got enough striking options up top if we keep Healy. But again, there's rumours that he might even be off. I've seen today. Oh no, Healy will be off. Really? We've only just brought him in. So I think we're probably three or four players light, but I don't imagine we're going to get any more than two, if I'm being honest, because the the, the business has been so poor up till now anyway, in my opinion, that I, I don't actually think that they're going to really try and strengthen anywhere in the team now. I think they're pretty much done. So I'd expect to see two. I'd like to see four, ideally, just because the injury problem that we had last season, if we have that again this season, you're going to be playing the under-23s, or is it, is it under-23s now, under-21s? I never quite know which which our bar is on our, our juniors. But we're going to be in trouble if we have injuries, for sure. That seems like a good point to possibly bring this to a conclusion, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. David, it's been lovely speaking to you again. This is the third time we've spoken to you now. It's great, because this is... It's been a, a period of meeting people for the third time, which is quite nice. It's quite nice. We'll send you a match ball, David. Just to let's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. And yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. Obviously, apart from this Saturday. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.